We crossed into Suffolk County, still heading east toward the end of Long Island, following the Mercedes with Dmitri at the wheel, Igor riding shotgun, and Petrov and Fradkov in the back seat. Possibly this was a wild goose chase to draw half the team away from the Russian UN mission. Our bureau car radios and our handhelds didn't work out here, but our Nextel radio feature did, so I blinged the other half of my surveillance team who was still on 67th Street, but they had nothing unusual to report. I let my team know we were in Suffolk County following the target and would not be returning to their location for a while, if at all. We were now about fifty road miles from Manhattan, and I let Tess know there's a Russian oligarch, Georgi Tamarov, who has a big oceanfront house in Southampton. Petrov has been Tamarov's guest a few times. What if they stay overnight? We take turns sleeping in the minivan. I asked her, haven't you been doing this a while? I never did an overnight. She informed me, Grant is flying in tomorrow morning. I reminded her, we are protecting the homeland. Sometimes the hours are not convenient. Don't be sarcastic. Are you sure you want this job? I am. And what does Grant want? That's none of your business. But since you asked, he's not happy about this. I'm disappointed in him. She thought a moment, then said, I'm sure it's easier if both spouses are in the same business. I didn't reply. We were entering an area called the Pine Barrens, an empty stretch along the expressway, and traffic was light here. Tess asked me, why aren't we calling this in? We have nothing to report. She stayed silent a moment, then said, maybe we should get some backup moving. We're not having any problems or issues. Maybe they're leading us into a trap. I never thought of that. I know it sounds crazy, but it's beyond crazy. All right. But don't say I didn't warn you. I won't say that. Do you have an extra gun? If I did, you're not getting it. You'll be begging me to take it if this is a trap. Change the subject. To be fair to Ms. Faraday and her paranoia, Vasily Petrov was a killer, but he wouldn't risk carrying a gun. If he did, and we decided to have the local police pull his car over on some pretext, he'd be booted out of the country tomorrow, and that's not what Colonel Petrov wanted or what the CIA wanted. The State Department should have rejected his diplomatic credentials and barred his entry into the U.S., but I'm sure the CIA wanted to see what Petrov was up to. I get this, but that's like opening your door to a killer to see what he wants. Tess suggested, maybe we should call for aviation. Negative. Why are you being stubborn? I informed her, we are being tracked at 26 Fed through our GPS, so anyone there who wants to know where we are can know. We are on a routine surveillance in broad daylight, following one diplomatic vehicle that is probably on its way to their compatriot's beach house. There are no ambushes ahead, and we do not need a spotter craft or a Blackhawk gunship overhead. I suggested, just drive. Yes, sir. She added, I hope we get ambushed. Me too, if it shuts her up.
If Miss Faraday thought that I was not in the best of moods, she was right. And if I thought about why, I'd conclude that I might be having some marital difficulties. Nothing major at the moment, except that we seem to have little to say to each other. When Kate and I worked together, we fought a lot about the job, but they were good fights, and ironically it brought us closer together. Now, however, I had no big cases, and never would with this job. Meanwhile, Kate's career arc was rising, and I'm following assholes all day. I don't even carry handcuffs anymore. I'm not even sure I have...